Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments. This is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Does My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met at a training, and our secret sauce is that we and our partners became fast friends. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for couples therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com to leave a question of your own. Here's today's question. Welcome back, everyone. So this week, I'm bringing the question Um, because I I really want to talk about something that we talk about all the time, Mm. but I want to give the people that are listening to us that are following along this language. I really want to bring them into this conversation. So I want to talk about the difference between like power over, power under, and shared power with. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm thinking if power I were to- Power with, power to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, mm-hmm. so like if I were to make it into a question in our typical format, it might be something like, why does my partner have trouble sharing power with me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Or why, or why does my pa- partner always have to get their way? Or why does mm-hmm. my partner Thank you. always give me my way? Okay. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have, I I would, I can, he, I can hear Jules' translation. Um, it would never, the question of why does my partner have to have power over me would never even cross my mind. Yeah. I don't think a lot of us think about okay. it in these dynamics, even though we're swimming mm-hmm. in the soup of these dynamics. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So can we start by defining? Power? Mm, let's define power and then let's talk about defining power over versus power under versus power with and to. Yeah. Like what, what are we saying when we're using that language? Yeah. yeah. What do you think power is? You know, when I, when I think about it, the, the, words that come to mind to define power mm. interestingly have the word power in them because i mm-hmm. think about things like mm. empowerment and i think about things like disempowerment mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um yeah i think of it as like the ability to act the ability to affect things mm-hmm. yeah vicky what were you saying decision making mm-hmm. mm. that was the first thing that came to my mind like who's the decision maker in my family yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I yes, and I also think like when I'm talking to my teens about these types of social dynamics, 
we're often talking about things like what are we giving our power to? Mm-hmm. Right? Like what are we consuming? Who in our friend circle are we giving energy to? If they don't feel good to us, are we giving them more energy? Are we withdrawing our Mm. energy? Right? Like, Mm -hmm. what are we giving our power to? Mm -hmm. So you're thinking of it as energy, resource. Um, I'm thinking of it as the ability to affect things. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're talking about how those dynamics play out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, And I'm raised in the U.S., and so I'm speaking from that lens when I say this. Um, in general, I think of our space here as power over, power under thinking. Yes. So there's a particular um, way that that dynamic plays out. So in power over, power under thinking, power is thought of as a finite resource. It's scarce. And so the more I have, the less the other person has. The more they have, the less I have. If we're in power over, power under thinking, that scarcity of power mindset, then what that means is someone gets their way and the other person doesn't. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Win and loss. Win and loss. Right? And, and people in the power over position, when you have that kind of dynamic, um, people in the power over position tend to get a little bit more of what they want, for sure. And they also tend to be very afraid of losing power. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple of things that would g- help you gain more in a power over power under way of thinking. One would be charm. Charisma. People give you a lot of power if they like you a lot. So sometimes it's... Um, Done How to make th- friends and influence people. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I get more influence if you give me more of your energy, right? Um, and then the other way tends to be through fear. So if I scare mm. you enough, then I could have power, either <laughs> through bullying or I, you're so scared you'll give up decision-making. Mm-hmm. Right? And then the power under... Mm. So if I'm in a position where that's kind of the dynamic and I'm more in the power under position, then I know I'm not going to get a lot of what I want. But what tends to happen is people in the power under position have to kind of work the system. So then they're trying to figure out, like, how do I get you to want to give me more of what I want? So it can tend towards manipulative thinking and strategic thinking. And that's a very different way of thinking about power. It sets up this ladder, basically, where if I get more, I'm stepping over somebody. And if they get more, I'm I'm afraid I'll get less, right? So it's about gaining, losing, mm-hmm. right? When we think about it hierarchically like that. What if that what were if? not actually the only way to think about power? <laughs> <laughs> what if? Power had this more, I don't know, like it could be like a shared resource. Right. Right. So with power with thinking, power is abundant. So this is the core difference between these two ways of thinking. In one, power is a scarce resource, a finite resource. And in the other one, power is abundant. So the more I empower you, 
the more I am empowered. Mm-hmm. Power with tends towards messier conversations with less clear outcomes. Why because, is that? Because we tend to be a little less black and white when we're in that space. I want more of your voice in, but I want more mm. of my voice in too. And our voices aren't the same. So empower with, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like everybody's voice matters a lot. Mm-hmm. But that means the conversations end up with a lot more comfortable comfort with the gray. It's a lot less, okay. we're definitely doing this or we're definitely doing that because we want more voices. It's more of a both end. Like it's more of a both end way of thinking yeah. rather than an either or way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not to say that there isn't space um for for power over ever. I'm not I'm not suggesting that, but as it when it comes to relational health, hmm. I'm actually a power with person. I like the power with thinking. I am absolutely like I'm trying to think like there would, might be a moment I'm thinking about when, when my kid was really little and there were moments where she was doing stuff that was dangerous and she would not mm-hmm. stop when I asked her to stop. Mm-hmm. I did do a power over move. Like I'm going to still, I'm going to move forward and I'm going to hold your body so that we're not jumping off <laughs> of the thing. <laughs> right? Because I'm afraid mm-hmm. you're going to fall. Um, right? So there may be a moment where I'm I'm owning that I am a big body and I'm going to use my big body power to con- to make safety for her little body. I, I was just going to say safety. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and for me, I'm doing that in a power with way. Mm-hmm. I'm not assuming I get to control what your body does, but I do think it's my mm-hmm. job as your parent to create a safe environment. So I'm going to own my power to create that safe environment mm-hmm. without it, trying to tell you that what you're doing is wrong. I'm, as I'm hearing this language and I'm hearing mm-hmm. you use it from a parent role, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, God, if I were to take that same language and put it in a partnership, mm-hmm. me using my big body to try to control something that you're doing because I don't want you to, like, right? Like, Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. totally right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here's here's what it would look like instead. So I'm all about empowering people to create safety. So empowering might look like from power with position. Let's say I have the bigger body in the space. That's not weird. For those who don't know, I am six <laughs> feet tall. Um, I'm often the biggest person in the room. <laughs> Literally, you're um, like more than a head taller than me. Right? Yeah, totally. Um, um, I'm I'm huge compared to most people. So um, anyway, so so. I might, um, in a conversation that was getting heated, um, sit down because I don't want to someone to feel scared of my presence as I'm, as I'm getting a little bit uh, passionate in the way I'm saying something, I might back up or sit down because I'm being conscious of helping them feel empowered in the conversation. Yeah. When did you learn to do that? Oh gosh, I've been thinking about power with thinking and how to move more to both and for Mm -hmm. probably 15 years now. Bell Mm -hmm. Hooks 
is mm-hmm. one of my favorite mm-hmm. authors of all time and mm-hmm. talks a lot about this stuff. And I think I read, I'm trying to remember how old I was when I read all about love and um, feminism. Was it instant for, for you though? Like you, you started learning this concept and instantly felt, learned like I'm going to start sitting? Here's the thing. It felt instantly bigger true to me. The, the truth is power is abundant and it mm-hmm. can be shared and there's no reason it can't be. It felt instantly big T true to me that, and and it was instantly true to me that I was operating or I had been surrounded by thinking things very differently. But I'm wondering how long it took you to learn to sit down in those conversations, like that oh, you physical know, like move of while. your boundary. That's what I was wondering, because like I just want to point out for some people, probably not yeah. everybody, we get educated and we learn this stuff, and it still might take some time to implement it into our lives. And that's a, that's a really, I think, huge. And I liked hearing it like powerful Mm -hmm. implementation, pardon the word. And so I couldn't imagine that it would have happened instantly for you. Oh gosh, no. That's what I I meant. Like it took the wake up happened instantly when I heard about this, this idea Mm -hmm. and started reading authors who have the same mm-hmm. kind of thinking that mm-hmm. felt really resonant for me Yeah, about, Oh, this feels more true about how power actually works. Mm-hmm. And it feels more in my integrity mm-hmm. to think about power in this way. Mm-hmm. It feels like more who I want to be yeah. is to treat people like they're powerful. When, when I, when I first started learning about this, for me, the resonance hit a place where like, other things, other other things I had witnessed in the world. I mean, like, let's face it, we're swimming in a world that is very power over, power under, right? Like, especially here in America, but really throughout much of the world. We live inside of, like, a caste system. There's mm. power Racism, over, power classism, under. sexism, ageism. Capitalism. Uh, ableism. Uh, name the thing. All, all of the isms, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, and then throw in things like politics, right? Like, there's... Mm-hmm. All of this stuff is power over, power under, haves and have not have nots. Mm-hmm. But when I started learning about this, like the 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 draw inside of me is like, oh, this feels a lot less violent. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a world I want to live in. Mm-hmm. Right? Like my my body kind of soaked it up and was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the thing is, is if if it's finite, then it inherently ends up leading to violence. Yeah. Mm. Psychological and or physical. And so if we want to be part of lessening violence in the world, shifting this thinking is really helpful. So mm-hmm. if I try to get, here's the thing, it's it's boundary violating in my mind to try to get my partner to think or feel something different. By the way, apologies, my love. I'm sure I accidentally do it constantly. <laughs> um, and, I, and I really don't want to. And um, <laughs> you're good because I really do want to get Gabe to see things the way that I do. I know it's not oh, a see, good way to be. I get that it's boundary violating. I just... <gasps> believe that my way is right. Totally I'm just right. realizing that like I'm going through a huge shift in this mm-hmm. because like I think I've I've been there, Vic. I've been there where like I want to get my partner to see things the way that I do, but I've been having lots and lots of these moments lately 
where James is sharing something with me, like how he sees it. And I literally have these moments where I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that can work too. I have those too. Thank you. You know, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. where I'm, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't need to try to make my point. Your, your, your way works. And it's mm-hmm. not even like that I'm trying to like mm-hmm. take up less space or something. It's just Mm-mm. like, I don't need to like hash this out. Like there, there's not a need for me to be more right than you when what you're saying really makes sense. Well, in a being right battle, let's yeah. notice, is yeah. a power over, power under battle. Mm-hmm. So basically, if I get into it with my partner and I say, well, I'm right and you're wrong, what's going to what's gonna happen is that now we're, we're in a fight over who yeah. gets to win. And what I've noticed, so, and this is a little generational, so I've been a couples therapist for a while, and used to, I would have more folks who would be, I guess, in boomer generation. And these days, and some of it's my age too, because I'm only 45. I have a ton of Gen X and millennial couples who come. And what I've noticed is my older couples tended to have one person who held a power over position and one person who held a power under position. And that stayed kind of static. Right? So heterosexual couple and she is in a space where she has a power position in her job she has a power position in the marriage and he tends to acquiesce to her and those positions would stay or mm-hmm. vice versa he's a high-powered attorney he mm-hmm. is used to being the boss at work he's the boss at home and she kind of answers to that and that's it stays it sticks mm-hmm. and my couples who are a little bit younger i think they Here's the story I make up in my head about it, (laughs) is that they see that they don't want that, but they don't actually know how to think about power with. Mm -hmm. They don't actually know how to have that thought. They don't know how to be different. They don't know how to even think about power as abundant, as, oh, we're both right. It's like such a foreign way of thinking because of where we're raised and how we're taught to think about the world Mm -hmm. and that we tend to lean a little bit towards right and wrong and either or in our thinking. So they know that it doesn't feel good. And so they flip-flop really fast, boom, 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 back and forth about who wins and make up tit for tat like tallies in their mind Mm -hmm. (laughs) about who's winning more frequently. But the thing is, is that the longing, but the longing is to figure out power with but we don't even get like, oh, wait, you have to change how you think about power, period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, and, and that the messy gray, if you want equality, the messy gray has to be more present in your partnership. And the, you know, when stuff is going wrong, rather than using fear or threat, you go in with more vulnerability. And that's hard and scary. Define, right, because define you're, you're you're meeting more vulnerable. We've we've talked about this before, but you're yeah. meeting vulnerability with more vulnerability. Define mm-hmm. vulnerability. I can do it if neither one. Like I like. Jules I mean, like definition. A, like your quick one, the um, emotional risk without known outcome. Yeah, and that's not mine. It's Brene Brown's. Yeah. Okay. I credit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 credit words do. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. scoff exactly. that off. Yeah. I just have reached a point. This is just me, my own thing. Yeah. I don't like the word vulnerability anymore, I've noticed. I just feel like it's so used, but I love the definition. Like, I still love the mm-hmm. concept. Emotional and risk so, without guarantee of outcome. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make sure our, our listeners knew the yeah. full concept that we were talking about. 
Yeah, yeah, totally. So we would do more of that. Right. <laughs> Saying more about what you really think, risking. So mm-hmm. the thing is, in order to do power with, you have to risk your own empowerment. You have to you have to use your voice a little bit more and you have to listen way Ooh. better. So when somebody else is talking, you have to shut your brain up and stop answering them back in your head and listen to what they are saying. (laughs) But you also said you have to speak more. I think for some of us, that could be hard too. Yes. It does. And that's 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 taken me a while. That's a power with space is Mm -hmm. we're saying we both matter equally, which is Mm -hmm. a very different way of thinking about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And it means that, you know, you sit with, like, not knowing how things are going to work out a lot and, I don't know, letting go of more stuff. and Well, not clinging to the right. Well, I mean, that's not all of it, but that's, like, what Rebecca was saying. It's not that I have to be right anymore. It's that, um, for lack of a better description, oh, yeah, your opinion makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I could see it that way, too. So even as you were saying it, Becca, I realized that... I do like the concept. When Jules says it, I'm like, no, I know that I'm right and I want Gabe to see it my way. But then once you described what you were saying, Rebecca, I was like, oh, no, I totally do that, too. Like, I don't mm-hmm. dig in anymore to my side of it. Like, I, I'm i finding more nuance in my brain. Like, I can actually tolerate Yay! that nuance. Nuance Yay! is all the power with. <laughs> yeah, I have not historically done well with yeah. nuance. And yeah. just to be super clear with our listeners, if you hear us encouraging moves that sound like they might be power with, you're right. <laughs> we encourage a lot of moves that are power with. Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Okay. I cannot let this go until we talk about Tyson Young Caporta. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called Sand Talk. <laughs> yep. Sand oh, you've mentioned Talk. him before. Yes. Okay. Yep. And he I didn't remember. And I love the audio book. Get both versions if you're interested in his work because the PDFs are awesome and all of that, but also just his voice is amazing. But he talks about that there is a thought. He calls it emu thought. There is a thought that is the source of all pain and violence. Are you ready? Oh, I know this. Here it is. You've said this. I am more special than you. And every human mind is capable of having that thought. And if you think that thought and then believe it, Mm. you will justify acting out. You will justify manipulation. You will justify fear tactics. You will justify boundarylessness or saying less when more would be helpful. And so it's not like your brain's not going to have the thought. Your brain's going to have the thought. (laughs) But do you believe the thought? Right. Well, can and you catch it when you have it? Can you catch it when you have it? And then can you can you let go of that? And not mm-hmm. that that means you're less special. No. That's important. Come the same as. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about. So if you're catching. Same as. That we're doing a lot of same as power with kind of moves on our show. You ain't wrong. You well get, done. You get a therapy gold <laughs> star today. And every day that you notice it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank you all. Thanks for hanging in with us. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner. 
We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at one of our workshops. You'll find our next date at whydoesmypartner.com. Did you know you can ask us your questions? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode. And here's some gratitudes. Thanks to Al Hoberman, our sound editor and podcast production magic maker. Thanks to every one of you who has joined us for our workshops in the past. We've learned so much from all of you. And thanks to everyone who's reviewed the show on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews help others to find the show. Take care of each other best you can. See you next time. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators, and you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.